Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Sunday morning worship service via conference call. I am your host, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia, 30288. We invite you to take advantage of our food pantry services on Thursdays between the hours of 10 a.m. and noon and on Saturdays between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. We hope you enjoy today's service and find something in it that will resonate within your heart and drive your love, passion, and commitment towards our Heavenly Father. We also hope that you hear something that will help to enhance your relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So please sit back, relax, take some really good notes, and enjoy the word. Thank you so much for being here today. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. What a blessing it is to be in the house of the Lord. In church, you may be seated in the presence of the true and the living God. We want to welcome our conference call worshipers uh, with us today. They're, they're ready. And uh, thank God for our Facebook Live worshipers. They're ready. And uh, I'm, I'm ready. And I sound like y'all ready. And what a blessing it is to be here on the first Sunday of July. Uh, man, this, this, this year is going by so fast. And I, every day I think I got to get my house in order. I got to get my business straight. I got to do what's right. Because time ain't waiting for nobody. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to thank God for each and every one of you in your prospective places. I won't uh, belabor the hour. If you, if you would, please be so kind. If you would grab your Bibles. There is a word from the Lord on today uh, coming out of the gospel according to Mark. The gospel according to Mark. We had some great expediters today. Dr. Jackie Boone, what a blessing to have you. Uh, Expediting our in-service worship. Elder Denise Glanton, what a blessing it is to have you expediting our conference call and we, are, we have our conference call uh, expedited here with us today, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Some of y'all here on the conference line, y'all probably never put a face to a, to a voice, but this is her, Elder Lorraine Hopkins, amen. So that's the voice y'all here on the conference line. Amen, amen. What a blessing it is to uh, have our Elder Janice Brown with us this morning. Praise the Lord. Elder Shadu and Zubinade made it, even though his wife is in uh, the Carolinas. He made it anyway. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank God for all of our musicians, our ushers. Thank God for our visitors, all our family, friends, and loved ones. Uh, we had a wonderful time on the conference line this morning. Uh, Elder Bernice Owens was praying. Elder Shavani Bacar Chris was praying. Uh, uh, Minister Jackie Hope Mary was praying and singing, and uh, we just had us a mighty good time. And Sister Carolyn Ford came with a great scripture. Thank God for you, uh, uh, Minister uh, Elaine Wiggins. I hear your scriptures, and I, I go and read them over and over. Thank God for you preparing a word for us. And always thank God for our male chorus. Y'all do a wonderful job. Amen. Praise the Lord. Sister Joseph, we, I was waiting on you to get here this morning to bring the spirit of the Lord in with you. Amen. Amen. Praise the 
praise the Lord. And my friend, Reverend Moses Blanton, always a blessing to be in your presence. Listen, if you have your Bibles, if you will, please, this is the first Sunday in um, in July. Today is July the 2nd, 2023. The Lord uh, saw fit to bless us yet again. And he did so from the gospel according to Mark. And if you have Mark, if you would go over with me to verse 10, excuse me, chapter 10, Mark chapter 10, Mark chapter 10. Uh, our blessings should be found there. Uh, and once you get there, if you would, please, if you would stroll down to verse 49. Mark chapter 10, verse 49. What a mighty God we serve. Wonderful Savior, wonderful Deliverer, wonderful Healer. My spirit cries out to the Lord even in my sleep. Lord, help me. Wake up in my right mind. Sometimes the enemy comes into your sleep to torture you while you're trying to rest. So I'm praying today that this healing God that we serve will watch over you in your sleep. If I could just wake up, I can I can handle a little bit. Sometimes I hear myself crying out in my sleep. I don't know what I'm crying for. I was doing good. I was praying, reading the Bible. But something happened. And messing with me. I pray for you all. Y'all pray for me. Amen. Amen. Mark chapter 10, verse 49. And if you would, please, if you're on the conference line, if you're on Facebook Live, if you would stand for the reading of God's most holy word. And if you have Mark 10 and 49, you should find these words. And the Bible reads, And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort. Rise. He called it thee. Amen. So far the reading of God's most holy word. While you are standing, let us pray. Father, we give you glory today. We give you honor. We bless your holy name. We ask for forgiveness for all of our sins. We ask for your hand of power to be over our lives, watch over every, every, every condition of our lives. Keep us safe. Father, we love you today and we bless your holy name. We come now saying thank you for everything, seen and not seen, for everything that's done and not done, for everything that you're capable of. For you are our God and we are your children. We love you today in the matchless and the most powerful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. 
Now can somebody just say amen? Amen. Amen. And amen. Church, you may be seated in the presence of the truth and the living God. Hallelujah. Just want to minister today from the subject. Jesus is calling. Jesus is calling. I want to put that in my spirit. I want to put that way down deep in my soul that Jesus is calling. And the reason why that's so important to me is that I've realized that we find ourselves quite often in a pickle, in a mess. My niece, bless her soul, Tutorial Lachey Boom King, used to say it's a hot mess, even on a cool day. Sometimes when we get into these predicaments, our minds won't work like they're supposed to. We can't go like uh, Jeremiah over in Lamentations said, this I recall to my mind. It seems like sometimes when trouble uh, comes at you, you just can't remember how good God has been. You, you can't even remember how he brought you out the last time and the last time and the last time. It, it's like something draws a blank and, and I don't know what to do. So, so we get into a position sometime when we just say, this is the one that's going to take me out. But I'm here to tell you that Jesus is calling. He says in his word, come to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Now, we all know about the about the labor part, but it's the part about the heaven made. That's, that's when, when things get in your mind that you're so perplexed that you don't know what to do. You don't know how you're going to make it out of this mess. You don't know how you're going to survive this one. You, don't, you just don't see a way out. So you isolate yourself where the enemy can come in and try to sift you like wheat. The enemy will come in and try to take over your mind to tell you that this is the one that I'm going to get you with. This is the one that when we start believing the enemy because we don't know that Jesus is calling. He's calling on us when we're in a bad situation. Uh, when the things that's, that's the worst thing that could ever happen to me, when it happens, I know my Lord is there for me. I know he said he would never leave nor forsake me. I know that he said if I, if I just kept on keeping the faith, God is going to be all right. Uh-huh. I'm going to be all right. The situation's going to be all right. Everything is working together for the good. Them that love the Lord and are the call. And Jesus is called. He's calling, saying, come to me right now. My arms are wide open. All you got to do is come. We spend so much time trying to tell people about the Lord, trying to tell people about how good God is, and then when stuff happens to us, we forget to tell ourselves how good God is. So the people that we've been talking to don't believe how good God is because we start acting like them. The Bible says that the same afflictions that happen to us happen to those in the world, but we have a paracletus. We have a daysman. We have one that, 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 
stands in our behalf and says, fix it, Lord. It's going to be all right. Oh, yeah, Jesus is calling. I just want to let you know that we're in Mark chapter 10. Uh, we're, in, we're in the complete section of God's call. It's seven, seven, seven verses of Scripture from verses 46 down to 52. It's a great pericope of Scripture, and I think we ought to uh, listen to it and, and read it and study it so that we'll be prepared to fight the enemy when he comes. Because as long as we live on this earth, we're going to have some trouble. We're going to have some problems. But we still got Jesus, and Jesus is calling. I just want to talk to you for a few minutes and get, take you through the process because God is a promise-keeping God. God will not, he will not, he will not let his word return void. He's going to do exceeding and abundant above all we can ask or think or imagine. God is going to do it for us. And if I can just keep my mind stayed on the Lord, I'm going to be all right. It makes no difference what the doctor said. It makes no difference. You can give me a pink slip at work, a green slip, red slip, orange slip. You can slip me on out the back door. It makes no difference because I know my God is going to take care of me. If he can take care of the fowls of the earth and the flowers that bloom up, so, you know, how much more would he do for me? God is going to take care of me. Make sure that I'm fed. Make sure I got a roof over my head. Make sure that everything is going all right with me because when you sold out and you, and you just linked up and hooked up with God, God will take care of you. The longer I stay on this earth, the older I get, the more I say I want to serve more of you, Lord. I heard Elder Janice Brown say Wednesday night that I made up my mind that I'm going to serve the Lord. I understood where she was coming from. Because I said, yeah, my mind made up too. And I, I'm not trying to fake nobody out. I ain't trying to make nobody believe nothing. I just want the Lord to know that, that when I call you, Lord, I, I want you to ask uh, 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 Elder Shadu sings a song, says, uh, when he calls me, I will ask the Lord. When you call me, I will say yes, Lord. When you call me. I'll be somewhere working for my God. Yeah, yeah, Jesus is calling. I want to go through these scriptures because I think they're very important for us to know because we're, we're living in a time where we need to put this in our young people's minds, in our young people's heart. We need to talk to our families. We need to sit down at the Sunday table, at the dinner table. We don't need to go out to McDonald's and Burger King and all that. We need to sit at home for a minute and look our children dead in the face, dead in the eyes, and tell them Jesus is calling. And, 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 and tell them how the process works. There is a process that goes through. Everybody is going to go through something. And in this pericope of Scripture, we have Bartimaeus. Most people call him blind by Because you know when, when stuff happens to you, people always going to put an adjective on it. You know, they're going to talk about it. And, now, my name is Bartimaeus, and why I got to be blind by You know, the same thing they do to him, they're going to do to you. Just get into something. Let your car get repossessed. Repossessed. Boom. 
You know, you, you labor. They'll labor you just as quick as they can. And this is what we're, we're, we're up against. But I want to tell everybody in, 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 in verse 46, it tells us about the power of God. God is a powerful God. He can do the impossible. He can do the things that we cannot do because the Scripture says. I, I just wanted to see that what the Scripture says. The Scripture says, here comes Jesus Christ out of Jericho with a whole bunch of folk with it. Now, I know for a fact that the Scripture tells me that Jericho was straightly shut up. Nobody went in, and nobody came out. But this powerful Jesus is coming out of Jericho, and he's bringing folk with him. He got a crowd of people with him. So with God, anything is possible because of the power of God. And, and I'm just saying, God, you can work this thing out for me. I'm in a Jericho moment right now. I don't know what to do. I don't know how I got in it. I don't know how I'm going to get out of it. But I know with the Lord Jesus Christ, he's going to make a way out of no way. He's going to make it work for me. He's going to do it for me. He'll do it for you because of the power of our Lord and Savior. The power of Jesus Christ is nothing to play with. He's, he's got more power than what we think of. This is, this is the time when, when I'm looking at this and I'm saying, Lord, if you can bring all of those souls out of Jericho, I know you can bring me out of this little mess I'm in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the part about Jesus' power is that you have to have patience. We have to learn some patience. It don't take just a minute to get in a bunch of mess. Sometimes it takes 20 to 30 years before you find yourself in a, in, in a bad situation because the enemy just chips, chips, chips away at your life. And we have to have patience to know that, that if, I, if I just wait on the Lord, I'm going to renew my strength. I'm going to be able to do it. I'm going to be able to make it work. I'm going to be able to come out of it. I'm going to be able to see another day. I'm going to be able to work it out. This is not the end. This is only my time to say, Lord, I need you. Lord, I want you to come to my rescue. I'm going to wait on the Lord. No matter what I'm in, I'm going to wait it out. I know God is not going to leave me. I know he's not going to let this thing overcome me. I know he's not going to let me die in this one. I know my God because I have served him. I pull a Hezekiah on you. I turn my head to the wall and say, Lord, I came to your church. Lord, I preach your word. Lord, I sang your song. Lord, I read your scriptures. Lord, I say I did what you told me to do. Lord, now fix it for me. Fix it for me. And watch the Lord bring you out. All we have to do is have patience. In verse 47, you see the patience of, of, of this Bartimaeus fellow. He had patience. He just sat there and waited. He sat there and waited by the, by the roadside and find out that it's the real deal. See, some of us have to understand that, that when we're in a, in a bad situation, we just can't share it with anybody. We just can't tell everybody what we're going through. We got to make sure that we're talking to the right people. 
the Bible says in, in, in verse 47, it says, and when Bartimaeus heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, because everybody named with Jesus. They got some Jesuses walking around here now. But I want to know if it's a real deal. Are you the real deal? Are you the one that's healing people? You're the one that's opening blind eyes. You're the one that's raising the dead. Are you the one that's fixing everything around here? And when I find out it's the real deal, I can go in my prayer closet and say, Lord, you know you've been so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's the real deal. That's what we have to do. We have to learn to take it to the real Jesus and quit getting, you know what, you know what, you know what. Yeah, I'm a social media guy. I love it. I understand it. But we got to be careful. We got to be careful that, that, that every time we, 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 we stump our toe, we got to be on, on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or wherever we go and, and, and say, pray for me. Uh, pray for me, pray for me. We're not asking the real deal when we can just go in our own prayer closet and say, Lord, help me, and watch the Lord fix it for you. And, and then you can just go on and just push like, 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 like. Yeah, everybody ain't got to know that you're going through this. Say, so, yeah, I'm hungry. Okay, no, 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 no. Everybody's not with you. Everybody's not praying for you. Sometimes they put it on there, they'll start praying against you. Thank you, Lord, for answering my prayer. Uh, yeah, I know some folks out there just waiting to see, you know, what, what, you know I, I don't know if they're praying against me, but I know they're waiting to see. Yeah. They're waiting on you, too. Yeah, they, 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 don't, 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 get, don't, don't be fooled. God is not mocked. Yeah, I can, I can tell it in the spirit. So I say, yeah, just praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I know there's some people out there saying, whoo, I wish you quit saying praise the Lord. Well, I'm going to keep on. I'm going to keep on because when the day of adversary shows up, I'm going to need a praise in my spirit. Uh-huh. When, it, when, it, when you go down and you see the car wreck on 285 and, and you say, Lord, whew, I, I missed that one. Lord, I wasn't in that. When, when you see all the shooting going on, you say, Lord, I, I missed that one. You know, and, and it's because of your faithfulness that God comes to your rescue. Uh-huh. He's with you. He's with you. He's with you. Just have patience. But not only do you have to have patience, you must be persistent. That's why I don't get excited when people come to church one, one, one Sunday. You know, it's like, good, I'm glad you're here. But I want to know, can you come 10 Sundays in a row? Can you come 20 Sundays? Can you come the whole year round? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you pray, can you, can you pray with me for just an hour? You know, that's, 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 that's all right. That's all right. Uh, everybody has what they have, but sometimes we must be persistent in what we're doing that when we call on the name of the Lord, he can answer us. He'll know our voice. He'll say, you always calling on me. You're always talking to me. You're always being the same in season and out of season. I'm going to praise the Lord at Word of Life Ministry. I'm going to praise the Lord at Golden Corral. I'm going to praise the Lord at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Everywhere I go, I'm going to be praising the Lord. I'm going to have a praise in my spirit no matter where I am because I'm going to be persistent with it because no man knows the time, the day, or the hour when we're going to need the Lord. That's why we got to be... We got to preach this word and be in this word in season and out of season because we don't know what the next second is going to bring. One day you're here, the next day you're gone. And so I'm just going to praise the Lord all the days of my life. I'm just going to give all my praise to the Lord because this is not an ordinary situation and I'm not going to give him just an ordinary praise. 
I'm going to work with it. I'm going to work with it. I'm going to teach my soul to start crying out, I love the Lord. Or teach my mind to cry out, I love the Lord. I might forget the pledge of allegiance, but I'm not going to forget to say I love the Lord. I'm going to keep I love the Lord in my heart, in my spirit. Somebody got to go with me now because somebody got to be able to say, yes, I love God. Yes, I love the Lord. It just become, it become active. It become active. It become active in your spirit that even when you answer your phone, you praise the Lord. You can't help it that everything is praise the Lord because I want somebody to praise the Lord. And if you're offended, good. Get out of the line. Let me get the next one in there. Bring up, praise the Lord. Hello. How you doing? Okay. I can talk to you. I can talk to you. Uh-huh, we got to be equally yoked with some praise the Lord. Oh, yeah. Persistent. Don't let nobody fool you, call you, and t- want to talk to you about the Bible, won't go to church, won't praise the Lord, but got the answer. Uh-huh. Listen, no, we, we're going to leave that alone. We ain't going to argue about it, but I know I ain't getting into that conversation. Let it go. Let it go. Because when we be persistent, uh, that's what that's what Bartimaeus was. Because the Bible says in forty eight that there were some people that came to him and said, "No, nah, quit calling on God, quit calling on the Lord." And, and the Scripture says he he, call, he cried out just a little bit loud. Uh huh. Don't make me call on God. Don't make me call the Lord louder. Uh-huh. Because the Lord will do it. You know how you got people telling you you don't have to go to church all the time? It don't take all that to praise the Lord. You know, uh, no, no, no. You can miss this. Come on, let's party. Let's go out. Let's do this thing. You ain't got to get no sleep on Saturday night so you can go to church on Sunday morning. Yeah, you ain't got to serve next Sunday. No, come on. Let's do this thing. But that's what they was telling Bartimaeus. They said, shut up, man. You can't be calling on the Lord. Because we know that the Lord will heal you. Because we found out he's powerful because he look at him coming out of Jericho with all them folks. We know he's a, he's a good God. He know he's a powerful God. We know what's going on with him. But you can't let people discourage you from getting to the house of the Lord, to get to where God is, to get to where your promise is, to get to where your blessing is, to get to where your healing is, to get to where your deliverance is. You've got to be ready to, to tell somebody, move out of my way because I feel like praising him. I, I just feel like praising the Lord. And I want somebody to get out of my way. I, I, need, I need some clarity. I need to work with this thing. I need, I need to go there uh-huh, because the promise is made in, in our scripture today. In our scripture today, God said, you call on him, he'll, he'll answer you and show you great and mighty things. And in our main scripture today, the Bible says in, in 49, and Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, be of good cheer, rise. He called it thee. Listen. The same people that's coming against you, when they see that God is with you, they'll switch over and try to come back with you. Because the same people that said be of good cheer are the same one that was telling him to shut up three minutes ago. But when God put his hand on your life, when God raised you up, when God give you your car back, give you your house back, give you your spouse back, give you your money back, give you everything that the enemy took back, and then you walking around saying, I got it back. Because God was with me, we encourage ourselves. We be like 
David coming down from Ziklag, which said, I encouraged myself and said, God, shall I pursue the enemy? He said, yeah, and you shall recover all. You shall. The promise of the Lord of yea and amen in him, and God is going to do it for you. God is going to make it work for you. Oh, yes, he's going to make it work for you. That's when the promise kicks in. But, but here's the hardest part, I believe, is that we have to be prepared to receive the promise. See, some of us keep asking the Lord for something, but are, are we prepared to receive what we're asking for? And, 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 and you see in verse 50, we see the preparation. We see the preparation. Look, look, what, look what the Bible says in verse 50. It says, and he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. Now, that garment was a representation of who he was at that time. Because if you were blind, you had to be a beggar. And if you were a beggar, you had to have a coat. And, and you put your coat on and you, 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 you dressed the part. And you have to be all beat down and, and you have to look like you really needed say, an arm for a blind man, a nipple for a blind man, a dime for a blind man. And, and you have that coat to go with it. And, and, and they look at you and say, yeah, he's blind because he got the coat. Okay. So my question here is being prepared. What are we doing to cast out of our life that we might receive the promise of the Lord? I remember in college I had a, a Volkswagen. It was a little bit of Volkswagen. Even the stick would come out. It was so ragged. But I kept that thing clean, and I, I just moved it around and kept it clean, and I hid it a couple of times because it wasn't all the way paid for. <laughs> but I took good care of it. And the next thing I know, the Lord gave me a Ford LCD. See, we got to do this. We, you know, people sit around and say, Lord, I want a house, five-bedroom, six-bedroom, nine baths, and closet space and all that other stuff, a yard, a dog, a fence, and all that. But then they, you know, they won't keep their apartment clean. Now, you can't come over my house today. I need two days to clean up, you know. So how do we expect the Lord to, to do something? Say, well, I'm waiting for my boy ass to come. I'm waiting for my boy ass to come. But then we don't, we don't sit down and, and, and act right. You know, I, re- I remember, I remember uh, giving my life to the Lord, and I was like, Lord, I, I, I need to help me, but I'll tell you, I ain't looking, I ain't, I ain't going around no more. I ain't, I ain't messing around no more. I ain't messing around. And they say, I know I had my wife. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah. But I had to put some work in it. I had to put some work in it. It's like, don't call me. Don't, don't, nah, I ain't coming. I ain't doing it. I'm just trying to wait on the Lord. We have to prepare ourselves to receive the blessing. Whatever you're asking the Lord for, he'll give it to you in the name of Jesus Christ. But we have to just start working like we really want it and start doing things to, to prepare ourselves. Bartimaeus threw that jacket off, so I ain't no beggar no more. Jesus is calling. I'm, I'm going to take this jacket off. I'm taking this garment off because I'm no longer in this begging mode because my, my blessing is here. And Jesus is calling us right now. No longer do we have to be prepared, not only that, but we have to, we, we must be purposeful in our asking. Jesus says, now what would it, did you have me to do for you? And he knew exactly what he wanted. 
He knew exactly what he wanted from the Lord. Do you know exactly what you want from the Lord? Do we have purpose for what we want the Lord to do for us? Or do we have this long laundry list of, of things? And, you know, God, like he's he just going to go to Walmart and fix everything for us. So, no, no, I, I, if, if I can get my sight back, I can do everything else. I'm able to do something that, said that I might receive my sight. That's where my problem is. And I'm just telling you right now, we have to have a purpose. That's like Eli said to the Lord, now give me this mountain. We have to be purpose in our, in our asking. We have to know what we want from the Lord and then ask him for that. And we just can't switch out. Wait a minute, Lord. No, don't, 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 don't do that. Give me this. Give me that. He said, no, no, you can't be double-minded. You got to be focused. You got to be focused. Uh-huh. That's, that's why I haven't changed yet. I'm still got my mind fixed on my belly. My mind is fixed on it. Uh-huh. I don't know, I don't know, but I can wait on it. I ain't got no problem with waiting. I will wait it this long. Uh-huh. I can wait some more, but I know he's going to do it because I'm fixed on it. I'm purposeful for it. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't asking for no Corvette and all of that. I don't, I don't, need, I don't need no Porsche, uh, Boxster. Uh-uh. Fixed. Be purposeful. But most of all, learn to praise the Lord. I found a scripture in 52 said that the Lord did what he needed to do, gave him his sight back, and he followed Jesus. That's the, that's the part that we need to focus on is are we ready to follow the Lord? Are we ready to say, Lord, I'm coming back to say, Lord, thank you. I'm coming back to say, yes, Lord. I'm coming back to say, God, I'm with you. God, I thank you. God, I love you. God, I'll be there with you. He followed the Lord. Just remember these seven things, and you'll be all right. First of all, that God is powerful, that we must have patience. We must be persistent, and we've got to know that the promise is ours. Be prepared, be purposeful, and praise the Lord, and watch God do it for us. Watch God make it work for us. God is a good God, and Jesus is calling. Let us stand. Let us pray together. Let us stand. Let us pray together. Hallelujah. Let us pray together. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening into today's message. We hope that this service blessed your life. Please come back and join us again next time. Have a great day. God bless.